So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but was appointed by the one who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you, as he says also in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered, and having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hebrews 5 our second reading for the fifth Sunday in Lent. And Hebrews is a difficult book. It's a difficult book because you have to understand some of the Jewish uh, worship guidelines, the Jewish understanding of how things work. And so here, it's a, a callback to a remembrance of how the priestly caste works within the Jewish context in which God, uh, in, in bringing people out of Egypt, bringing people out of the Exodus, with the Exodus, with, with the Passover and everything else. If you remember, as part of that, we, had, uh, we, we hear of how God passes over the firstborn children, firstborn sons of, of, of the people of Israel because they paint the doorposts with the blood of the lamb, the Passover lamb. But they kill the the kills the the firstborn of the Egyptians as sort of a final move, in order to have God redeem His people, to have to humble the gods of Egypt, to humble the humble Pharaoh, and to bring His people out of Egypt. Well, with that, it was time to then redeem those firstborn that should have died that didn't. And what ended up happening is that uh, the Levites, the, the tribe of Levi, get chosen as the priestly class or, or as the religious class. The, the, the line of Aaron becomes the priestly class. Through, through Aaron, Moses' brother is, is where the priests come from. You can be a Levite and not be a priest, but every priest has to be a Levite. People that were chosen, they did not choose to become priests. They did not choose to become religious. Uh, the religious leaders. God did. God chose them. Through election, God, God did this to the point that God says that the Levites will not have a, an inheritance in the promised land, that the inheritance will actually be God himself and their work. Well, here in Hebrews, it's hearkening back to that fact that no one chose to become a priest. They were appointed. They were elected. They were given it. And here, God is now electing Christ in the sense of saying that that God uh, came in Christ into the world and he is our high priest and he is our eternal high priest because he's in the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was the king of Salaam in, in uh, Genesis in which uh, Abraham pays him homage, gives him 10% of all, of all he has. And it was said of Melchizedek that he has no beginning or end. And here we have Jesus first Told, we're told that, that he becomes our high priest. And that this high, first he is a, the son of God so that he, he does for us the saving work that needs to be done. And then he's our priest so that forever, from now on, in eternal high priestliness as who he is, he continues to be 
the perpetual sacrifice for us, that there aren't any other sacrifices that we can do to try and make ourselves right with God, that, that Christ is always that one, and he's the eternal mediator as well. He's the one sitting at the right hand of the Father saying, yeah, you see that one? I bought that one for you too, God. I bought that one for you too, Father. You like that one? Look what I've done, Father. Look what I've brought you, all of these people. And it says that in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears. That makes me think of the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? Where he prays to have this cup taken away. But then he says, not my will, but yours be done. That, that he learned through uh, reverent submission. He becomes reverent. He becomes, he be, he, he's heard because of that through this obedience through the fear of God in the sense of, of handing himself over to God, not taking his own side, but trusting in God for what God was, knowing that God could have kept him from the cross, but that wasn't his calling. His calling here as this high priest was to offer up himself as a sacrifice for us. And it says, although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. This obedience in the sense of, of him fulfilling the law for us. Obedience in the sense that in some ways, he's obedient to us, that, that we say crucify him, and he says, okay. He says, okay, I'll take it. Go ahead, try. Do your best. Do your worst. Try what you can. You can try and kill me, but I will rise again. And he, it says that he became, and, and having been made perfect, meaning he is the perfect sacrifice for us, having fulfilled all the law, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Another way to translate that word obey is to hear, uh, even more so to listen, to hear under, to, to hear in a submissive manner, to listen to him, to hear his word proclaimed to us, that we hear of what it is that he's done, and we've hold, we hold on to that, and that he's designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek forever, knowing that we have one seated at the right hand of the Father who promises always to hear us and to strengthen us by his word that we might hear him and know him more. Let us pray. O God, with steadfast love you draw us to yourself and in mercy you receive our prayers. Strengthen us to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit, that through life and death we may live in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We'll go in peace, church. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will see you tomorrow.